This is it. What? Fettuccine with the team, we getting lit. What? Got it rolled up. Now who really trying to hit? One. Puff, puff. Then we pass. Then we pass. Then we pass. This is it. What? We back. What's up, y'all? What's happening? How's it going? How's it hanging? It's going delicious right now. Is it? It is. I see you. You know what I'm saying? I like your sweatshirt and all that. I got it from this designer. It's kind of cute. He You know what I'm saying? He chilling. Okay, okay, okay. I fuck with him, too. Okay. I mean, my shit ain't too bad. Oh, shit. You got the same one? If that's what we going to do. Really? If that's what we going to do. We acting up. What's good, y'all? We back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's been a minute. This is like a little special edition. So it's 2022. Mm-hmm. We done brought y'all a new abbreviated platform. 30 minutes every week. You know what I'm saying? But now we got the lounge. We haven't done one of these in a minute. It's your man, Earth Tone. And your man, the real PZ. And it's the Herbal Tea Podcast. And we are in the lounge. And we got a very, very special guest. Right, right. Well, this is someone it. we kind of been chasing down, hunting for, down. For a minute, he been chasing us down. The timing hasn't been working. Right. We had to write for the, you know, you know, coordination. You got to coordinate you know these saying? things. He you wanted to come to the platform, and then we had to go hunt him down. And then he got super he busy out here moving and shaking. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to get into all of that. The one and only, Mr. Chad. Bailey, Chad Bailey, make some noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I've been waiting. Like, <laughs> what? This is like the forty-six. Wow. Episode. It like, is forty-six. Something like that. Like, no, 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 that's a little bit too much. But I've been, I've been waiting my ass off to be here. So we're definitely well, glad to have you here. Definitely Absolutely. Finally able to sit down, have a little talk. Absolutely. We gotta make it well time. worth the wait. But Very we ain't gonna wait too much long. We gonna get right into it. So what we trying to find out? What we want to know? All right. So the first thing I want to know is, okay, you... you. I'm raising myself because, like, not too many people ask me good questions, so... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Is he trying to put the pressure on I'm us? definitely putting pressure. the pressure. Is he trying to put the pressure on us? He's putting the pressure on. He's putting the pressure on. Am I supposed to be sweating right now? I want that pressure. Because it's, wa- it's warm in here, but I, I ain't sweating. I'm going to be very honest because I got my Bacardi in me, so... That, that's all we ask. All right. Let's go. All right, so we're going to start off like this. True. Immigrant from Jamaica. Mm. What was one of the big... Some of the biggest challenges? Talk about that coming to New York City. You fresh from the island. Now you in New York. Talk about <clears throat> some of the challenges you went through. Um, I think one of my biggest challenges was... Um, and this is something that really annoyed the fuck out of me. Mm. Like, when I got here, my accent was so thick. Like, the accent was really, really thick. So people literally asked me, like, what did you say? Repeat that, like, over and over again. That she used to drive me crazy. Wow. So that used to be one of the biggest things that I had a problem with. But, um, but yeah, I, other than that, like, moving here at 19 with our family, you, I went straight into, like, a, this whole financial stress because... Obviously, I don't know nobody here, and I don't have a job, so I had to figure all that shit out. So wow. it was it was definitely different not knowing anywhere, not knowing anyone, or really just having to navigate by myself. Like, yeah. it was at 19, that shit, in New York City is a lot. It's a lot. I can only imagine. I remember being, you know, around that same age and not <clears throat> being ready to come to New York, and I grew up across the river. In Jersey. Yeah. So kind of talk about... Those two years before you met Bugs, before you started, you know, Pink Gorilla, mm-hmm. how was that time, you know, acclimating to a new environment? You know what I'm saying? Where did you live? How did you, mm-hmm. what programs did you stumble upon that helped mm-hmm. you along your way? Like, mm-hmm. how did you get through that time? Oh, you're asking a good question, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But um, when I just moved here, I, I had met this dude on Facebook. He's one of the persons who like really convinced me to move. Mm. He's like, come stay with me for like. He's like, come stay with me till you get till you get on your feet. And I was like, okay, I, bitch, I'll, okay, I'll do that. Somebody's <laughs> somebody's trying to help. Shit, okay, thanks. So I I moved over here, stayed with him for probably like two weeks, and he's like. Um, if we're not having sex, it, it makes no reason. For, it has no reason for you to stay here, and it was out of the blue. So I'm like, okay, I know the type of person that I am. I'd rather be homeless and hungry than have somebody have something over me. So, so he gave you like an ultimatum. Like. He gave me like an ultimatum. He's like, either we're gonna be fucking or you're gonna be going out on the streets. And at that point, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I still have my morals together and my, you know, my views and different shit together. So I was like, I'm not doing this. I'd rather go out there and figure it out. I left this house in like two days, and I went to this another dude's house that I knew from Facebook. His house was just completely disgusting. It was it was it was not even mice. It was rats in his apartment. Mm. His bed was wet all the time. Like not his whole firming. his whole apartment was. Crazy, Ugh. and I realized that bitch, I can't even do this. For, I couldn't even do it for two days. So <laughs> I started going out, Jack, just hanging out with people, just making friends, going to different programs. Um, I went to a ACS. I, I remember where, but I just started going different places. I know people had like programs and doing different shit, so I can meet people and mm -hmm. like give my services and help out if I needed to. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I really like going to different organizations. That's how I made friends, and I, I met my best friend Raymond. Mm. Um, he lives in the Bronx, and he was just like, we, we were in a group one day together, we had just met. And he's like, after hearing my story, he's like, I'm gonna make it my, my duty to help you. And he actually stuck to it. Like, Raymond helped me get everything, like get connected to um, where I got my social security. Wow. Um, people who gonna help me, like with my immigration stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, he helped me get connected to every single thing that I needed. And even now, he's still my best friend. Like, we see him all the time. Like, we talk every day. And it's like, I'm grateful that I met him because he's the main person that got me focused. Wow. Gave me a roof over my head and meals when I didn't have shit. So, I, like, I really appreciated that. And But I wasn't the type of person to just sit there and take that and to be like, okay, I'm comfortable. Even though I was getting meals and shit, I made sure every single day I got up, I went to Harlem, I walked to every, because I didn't have a social security at, at the time, mm -hmm. and I wasn't able to legally work, so I had to walk to every restaurant in Harlem on, and, ask, and ask for a job until somebody said yes, wow. and be like, I'm gonna yeah. hire you off the books. Yeah. And that's what wow. I did every single time until they, they had shit, to fire man. me like, because, you know, like, the health inspector or somebody comes and they ha we gotta show, like, certain shit. Right, right. So I would basically have a job for, like, three months and then get, get fired because I don't have my social security, and I had to find another one. So wow. it was always something, but I didn't I didn't lose focus on what I needed to you know yeah. do because yeah. I'm, I'm in I'm in New York like yeah. if I'm being homeless in New York with no money no job exactly and that's why I asked like how was that time because you know it sounds glamorous it's like all right great I'm from Jamaica I see New York on TV it looks glamorous if you can make it there you can make it anywhere great. But once you get there, like, how the fuck do you actually make it? Exactly. And you got to know that it's going to be some trying times that you're going to have to get through. Yep. And it's a certain characteristics and resilient resilience that you got to have to make yeah. it through that. And everybody don't have that. So the fact that you made it through that, where you ended up kind of makes sense. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, you kind of found your way through. Mm -hmm. And 
give us the update on Pink Gorilla. What's up with the roster? Any new things on the horizon? What's going on with that? So Pink Gorilla, honestly, for the past, since September, almost, damn near almost everyone on, the, on Pink Gorilla is, is on a reality show. Wow. So I've been filming, Tia's been filming, mm. Bugs don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> like, mm. he's, like, mm-hmm. like, he's, like, he's done with reality Been shows. there, done that. Wow. <laughs> there, done that. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. But um, Rico's been filming for the Circle Atlanta. Same. So it's just like everyone's been filming, so it hasn't, we, take, we had to take a little break from like the music aspect itself so we can get the footage and all that shit out of the way. Yep. Now we can finally fo- focus on music again. So yep. Rico's releasing his um, album hopefully in May. But it depends on the show, because, you know, he's on the show, on Chasing Atlanta. So okay. we're recording with that. Okay. Um, Tia has a project that should be coming out. But Tia is also on a reality show, too, that's going to be on TV. I can't really announce her. So that, but, uh-oh, uh-oh. But yeah. Some exclusive some shit? Yeah. We, can't, we can't get the exclusive? <laughs> yes. Ah. But, but she's been filming, and she's been doing that. So she has not we, We're planning the, everything around everyone's, like, okay. release and stuff. So... Right now, Pink Gorilla is really on some, like, low-key creating content and releasing shit as it comes. Nice. Dope. Dope. Yeah, that's what's up. So you have another venture that you began not too long ago, Foreign Eye Visuals. Did we get that right? Yeah, Foreign Eye Visuals. Um, that's my production company. So gotcha. As y'all know, I've been, I've been doing photography. I've been creative directing and directing for years, but I never actually thought that I would... You know, I didn't think that I would have, like, an entity or, like, I could have done something like that. Like, oh, I have my production company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it took a time, took a little while for me to realize, like, bitch, I could actually, I could actually do this shit. Mm-hmm. So I started it, and ever since I started Foreign Eye Visuals, I've been working nonstop. And the shit is crazy. Like, when people really see you taking your shit seriously, they respond to you. <sighs> in a whole different way. That that part. Like that's the like like how you said you you never thought that you could do it until you thought that you could do it. Exactly. And then you did it. And then you did it. And now once you do it, other people see it and they're like, okay, we wanna be a part of that. Like we wanna that's ill. That's and, be, and be the thing is people I love it because people support like when we started Pinkerina Entertainment it was it was literally nobody having a record label. Like it was no LGBT record label. So it's like, even if there is a record label that comes after us and do amazing, mm-hmm. we're not going to feel no way because we set the tone. We set, we set the foundation for it to actually happen. Because I remember when, when like, there was a lot of LGBT artists out, but everyone would just seem so confused. Like, people didn't it was know. just out there. They're just, they're just out there. Yeah. They don't know how to really create the content. They don't really know how to have, like, a, a fucking, like, context or a, a structure their artistry and shit like that so like us starting that like it really made like a lot of the young people that's coming up look at it and be like okay bitch this is how you do shit and i'm i'm seeing it it's some real I'm it's, it's it. infrastructure like yeah you think about mainstream artists the the main le- record labels they mm-hmm. have this whole infrastructure set in place we don't have that for queer artists yeah. you know what I'm saying? so it's like we're kind of out here figuring it out winging it everybody's independent exactly it's the wild wild west so yeah you know talk about some of your inspiration what inspired you to put us in like that throwback uh bar mm-hmm. like kind of like a 50s vintage type situation what what went through your mind where are you what's some of your inspirations i feel like doing that music video for y'all it wasn't it wasn't a sense like I'm doing this music video because y'all had something to prove. That's already been said. Mm-hmm. Y'all already proved what y'all need to prove, okay? Mm-hmm. For me, it was more of this younger generation that's coming in 
with hip hop, with LGBT hip hop, and how they view the people who was before them. Mm -hmm. That's how I was thinking. Nice, see. Because at the end of the day, like, I could have sat there and give y'all a concept, put y'all in some new urban clothes, yeah, yeah. like, make y'all look, look, like, dressed yeah, young as fuck. The typical. Like, like typical that yeah. you see in the next music video, but it's like, just embracing the classicness of everything that y'all do was something that I, I personally had to focus That's on. That's hard. Yeah. Because it's the hardest thing. Like, if, if when you know an artist, if you're working with an artist, if you see their shit before, like, right then and there, you should be like, bitch, I'm, I gotta do something better than this, but at the same time, I gotta keep it authentic. Mm. So that's what I that's was hard. focused on. Y'all already hard. proved what y'all needed to prove. Yeah. Y'all probably didn't even need to have this music video. But that shit. We, know, we, we love that we, fucking shit. And then, we, like, we, but we the, the fact that you sure. said, like, you know, like, proving what you needed to prove mm -hmm. and having a vintage feel already, even a sample. Like, it's like a vintage, we sample like a vintage theme show. So yeah, we just sampled the Jeffersons. Song from, yeah, the Jeffersons. Jeffersons so yeah. it, all, it all came together. It all fit. So you talked about that inspiration and, you know, kind of almost being a mentor or, or a leader in, in that sort for, for an up-and-coming community that, you know, didn't have the resources at a certain point. And now the, the tide is shifting, things are turning. And you kind of at the forefront of that, um, especially for, you know, a younger generation. Mm -hmm. What kind of advice do you give, bringing it back to, you know, you and Bugs, to other couples out there that's thinking about tying a knot? As it pertains to, like, tying a knot, I would say, like, my nigga, take it seriously. Like, if, if, mm. you, if you feel like you are not ready, don't do it. Like, for me, like... You told him that? No, like, I mean, like, in general, <laughs> I'm telling everybody else. Okay. Because, you know, like, people, we'll be in this game where, like, we'll be in a relationship for two years, and we'll be like, okay... It lasts, it lasts two years, yeah. it's time. It must be right. You must be right because we ain't break up in six months. <laughs> that's <But> crazy. <laughs> that's how it is, though. Those the metrics? Nah. That's how it is. That's where the bar is for us. Pretty low. <laughs> that's pretty low. But the thing is, it's like, for us, it was it was more of like, I already know what you bring to the table. I already know what I bring to the table. We know what we can do. We love each other. We care for each other. You my best friend. I'm your best friend. Why not? Mm. Not it's it, it wasn't based on some okay we're together and we have to take this so much more seriously you and we, fairy tale we it wasn't shit. like I'm not here for the fairy tale shit like keep that shit all the way over there like people be sitting there thinking that we probably be like okay let's be the best couples go couple goals ever mm. that bitch we try to wake up every morning and we try to eat and we try to go to work and then go to go to sleep that's it I bitch you. I don't have time to focus on all that shit I heard you you will get what you get and you see what you see because real relationships are not like that mm. and a lot of people right now especially in, in this gay world like they get into relationships because it's gonna look cute on social media mm. or because y'all gonna look cute doing a TikTok talk about it and, wow. and, like, it'd be crazy to me like and y'all be doing TikToks for a whole year but arguing when the video turns off and it's okay. like why I'm glad you said that so speaking on that give me the the, the best part of being married and then the most challenging aspect as far as from your, your perspective? The best part of being married for me is the security. Mm. Like, I think it's secure for me, like, he ain't gonna go nowhere. At the end of the day, like, he can go out there, he can fuck anyone, do whatever the fuck he doing and come right back in this he house. Minds. He minds. Mm. You know, that's the, the mm. security for me is everything. Mm. Like, I love He's that. Mm. The down had a once, but I got him all the time. time. But see, see. The downfall for me is 
being that I'm 25 and he's, you know, he's 40, it's like sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm like catering mm. to a relationship when at this time I could be like traveling, doing different things, ripping and running, ripping and running, shooting and people, gunning, go, mm. going, going crazy, building mm. connections and shit. So that that's and, and that's just me being honest. And he know, he knows that shit too. I said the same the other day, like. If I wasn't with you, I would probably would have been in Cali right now, fucking some fucking some nigga, mm. making sure that I can get some music videos done in Cali. That's some real shit. And then how do you find a balance? So that's where it kind of you know that's exactly. where you gotta is that something out. is that something that you would say that you regret or was that something that when you put yourself in like imagining the alternative is that something that you sometimes think about and long for or is it just like nah I'm good like where we at right now. Is good. I don't regret it, and I don't have resentment because he's not the type of person to like keep me locked up. You can't go there. You can't do this. You got this type of rule. You got that type of rule. This nigga know what the fuck I'm doing. He knows I'm out here trying to make a name for myself. He know I'm out here trying to do business and all that. Trust. <laughs> At the end of the day, for real, mm. for real. For real, for real. If you find out that I fuck some nigga. You best know that I'm not fucking this nigga for free. Mm. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Pussy ain't for free. And if, and if I'm fucking this nigga for free, I'm getting something out of it. Is it I'm getting some type of connection. No free poom poom. I'm getting some type of connections or something. Okay. Like, you know, like something. Like, not, like for me right now in my life, whatever the situation may be, I'm very focused on where I'm going and I'm very focused on what I need to do. Mm. And bitch, if, if if I need to get to this bag so my man can get to this bag, my man gonna get to this bag too. Love it. Love it. Okay, okay. You're kind of, I would say, recent to the, the, the ballroom scene. How has that journey been for you? How was your first time walking in a ball <coughs> compared to, you know, where you at now to running the pre-show for one of the most consistent, you know, ballroom nights in New York City. Like, how has that journey been? Mm. It's been amazing. I can honestly say that should have been dope. Mm. Cause, like, I put on this whole face in front of everybody. Like, when it comes down to my confidence, is my confidence for a long time been fucked up. Mm. It really have been. It took me moving to the United States to love myself for who I am. Not only just me being gay, but for my skin, my just myself. Wow, yeah. I used to literally hate myself, my, my, my nose, my lips, everything, my skin, skin tone, everything. So like, so to, to start ballroom and to see how people really, you know, people accept you. Like it's, it's literally free range for you to do what the fuck you want to do and showcase yourself and express yourself. People respond to me really, really well. I've only mm. walked probably like, what, three balls? And it's crazy that people even, know me or, or wow. like that should be weird ringing bells they be weird but i, <laughs> ding, I appreciate ding. it but again like when it comes when it comes down to ota mixed with ballroom me might managing the pre-show that's also me networking and people know me in the ballroom scene when i started i knew no one mm -hmm. i i didn't ask for much i didn't expect much but at the end of the day people accept me and people make me feel like i'm somebody like just by doing ballroom Coming from where I'm coming from, there was nothing. There was no event. There was no group. There was nothing where I felt like this person could see me and see the true me. And ballroom gives me that. Ball, even though I haven't run a ball yet, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm praying for it in the future. But 
I'm showing my creative side, especially when it comes down to sex hiring, which is a category that I walk. Like people, ex people automatically expect sex hiring to be just a sexy What's, guy. What is it? What's the sex hiring? Sex hiring. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it's like people just automatically expect you to be in some sexy underwear, showing off your dick yeah. and your ass. Yeah. That's for for me. That's not what it's what I want it to be. Mm -hmm. I want it to be me showcasing my creativity and throughout all that you can see through the sexiness you can see whatever the fuck you need to see but first of all you're gonna see what i'm bringing to the table i'm not mm. just gonna walk up you know just regular plain underwear go I'm ahead be, and revolutionize <laughs> the whole category i'm gonna be in an effect i'm gonna be yeah. covered in body paint i'm gonna be having wings i'm gonna be in gold like i'm gonna be doing okay. something like i'm not just gonna walk up regular so people are i promise you in the next 10 years when i become legendary for this shit People are going to remember me for being the sex siren who stepped out of the box and tried different things. Dope. That's what's up. That's great that, like, you, you talked a little bit about that journey, about going, getting into the ballroom scene and how that uh, boosted a little bit of your confidence in yourself. And we saw, I saw in your documentary that you just put out, um, amazing documentary. Thank you, thank you. And um, you were talking about a little bit more about the pride of just showing your body and being that um if ballroom did that were there any other factors like what was what was that journey like getting to that space where you're proud of your body you show it off and i mean you got body come on <laughs> listen it literally it literally took it literally took a while because i had encountered this thing where um i just fell out of love with modeling mm -hmm. it felt a little bit watered down it felt like Everyone could just hop on Instagram and be like, I'm a fucking model without taking it seriously. And I felt like I was just doing this shit for, <clears throat> just for no reason. Yeah, like, for shits and giggles. Yeah, I was, just go, <laughs> I was just go, I was doing magazines and different shit for no reason because our next, our next um, Instagrammer, our, our next Instagram model could just go on Facetune or Face app, do the whole thing, create a whole magazine cover and say, Okay, this is me, and this is a magazine I'm out. Even though it wasn't an actual magazine, mm. you know what I mean. So people, people have been doing that. So I fell out of love with modeling because I felt like the passion was just—it was just not there no more. People watered the shit down, and then again, I had encountered something with a photographer where I've never worked with him before. He had a—he had a reputation, but I didn't, you know, like I judged off of my experience. Mm -hmm. And this was the first photographer to be like, well we gonna have to fuck on scene or so he was just, it was just so weird man abrupt yo this nigga hit me up wow. and he's like he wanted to have he wanted to do a photo shoot with me hit me up for a photo shoot with me and then he said he canceled the photo shoot because he found out that i had a boyfriend wow and i'm like wow my nigga so we fucked up this whole thing because you wanted to do something on the f now i'm actually happy i didn't show up but if that's your game like why not just go on like a dating app just like all right this is what i'm looking for because like, why it's, set it's up the, i think it's the fetish for some people okay that makes it's, more sense it's, it's the fetish for some people and the thing about having somebody who's so in need of photos that they'll let you start their dick on the yeah. photos. Mm, and I'm that that's that that's that sub dom control. My nigga. Yeah, they into all yeah. of that shit. And yeah. you know me, like if I'm that's it's a wild, photo shoot. B. Like that's wow. It's a photo shoot. For me, it's a photo shoot, I can do a photo shoot whenever I want to do a photo shoot. So for me to feel like I have to come on set and do something like no, it, it's not gonna happen. I'm talking, my nigga, you ugly as fuck. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you ugly as fuck. Those so are even, the thirstiest ones. Come I'm, on, but I but so bold ones. and extra, bold. like no. And then um, he did it to like five more models that I know, and it, and he did it a couple months ago to one of my closest friends. That he was supposed to do a, a whole photo shoot for his underwear campaign. Mm. And this nigga canceled the photo shoot because he wanted to do something. Wow. And my friend was like, no, and he was Shut like, fuck down. you. Like, yeah, I mean. That's yeah. so, so that made me fall, fall out of love with modeling. And I was just like, you know what, I have to, first I have, a, I have to find a new love for my body. And then I have to find a new love for the art of modeling again. Which is why I took the whole year off to just... Focus on my shit. Put all the energy into other people. Sometimes and that's what you need. You know, you gotta rejuvenate. Exactly. Reset. Which is why, oh, which is why this year I came back so hard. Cause I'm like, bitch, if a whole year off, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. We're gonna do a slight pivot. So we talked about modeling, mm -hmm. but uh, word on the street is you got circumcised as an adult. Talk, you want to talk about that? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of crazy. Like, you don't meet, you don't come across too many adults. Okay, so y'all not too many. That's like not too many. So y'all really investigating these questions. <laughs> I mean, okay. we, we, we don't. This is first of all, this is the Herbal Tea Lounge. Period. I don't know what you thought. This you already. Be one of my favorite interviews. This yeah. was, but we not playing around. We want, no. we want to get to. It's the lounge. We, we chilling. We just kicking. We are chilling. We're, we're like, like the blunt then. We sit. I need yeah, a nothing. Nothing say, is off limits. Say less. Please, you see, you see the sign. What it say? <laughs> open. Come on, man. Stop. We all open for business, ladies and gentlemen. So I can't. get out of here. So, um, so uh, walk us through the experience, right? Like, what, Oh my God. What was the recovery? Like? What was the motivation? Like why? Like why so late? I feel like, I feel like low key y'all did it hurt? One of y'all trying to get a surgery done, but don't uh, what? Oh no, I'm 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 shit. I'm circumcised. Hold on. <laughs> Sometimes it get a little hotter in here. Expect it, but. Everything is still on the cool. Don't play. So before yeah, I course. answer this question, are you guys circumcised? I am. I'm circumcised. Yeah. I'm not. Oh shit. Oh, so you so you're trying to ah answer yo, this is half it, half and half. Come on, half and half. Uh, I get yeah. Yo, here we See, go. See, he caught you. He caught you. He didn't catch uh, shit <laughs> because I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I know you're gonna. I know it's fine. It's the herbal tea. Podcast. All right, yeah, but no, humor me. If I listen, was, let me just say this. I've never heard this explained. Ever? No. So I'm asking for a friend of a friend. So what's yeah. going on? So, <laughs> so I decided to get circumcised because it it was one of my insecurities. So, mm. so before moving here, I never had a problem with it. Never had a problem with wow. me. Never had a problem with it until I moved. Really? To, when I moved to New York, so many guys turned me down because I was circumcised. Wow. Be because because I'm really? a lot. Wow. And I felt so bad because on top of it, because like I'm I'm not the type to like. I wasn't the biggest bottom, like, like I, for me, it's, I'm the type of person, like, I, I like bottoming probably once, twice a month if it happens. Yeah. If I don't have to, I'm fine, but I get it when I get it. But when it comes down to me getting my dick sucked and, and me Yo. me topping, like, I'm, I'm ready and I'm New ready. York, that's what we do in New York? Yes. That's, listen. Wow. Listen, these are the questions that I'm you asking. You see, because I didn't yep. know this, so you uncovering shit. Yep. I didn't know the consensus. I mean. People in New York make you feel so I bad. see what you did there, uncovering. I can't. I mean, it's, it's subtle. If you know, you know. Like, it's subtle, so, so you might not catch it. So, out here in New York, y'all want cut dicks. All right. Yeah, That's and, crazy. And, and they, like the they drag queen, like is shit. he uncut? They made me feel like, a lot of people made me feel like shit 
when I just moved here about having an uncircumcised dick. And it's crazy because like, when you, you know that moment when you're on Jack and you know, you, you talking, you, you talking for a little while, you know, the friend, you're like, you get to the, you get to the deciding moment. Yeah. Now it's time to send pictures. You don't, it's like, all right, what we doing? Yeah. Now it's time to send pictures. Yep. Now when I send the picture, it should be like, um, I don't do uncircumcised. And sometimes to be blocked, like I get blocked. Wow. Literally, and then I met Bugs, and I, I was with Bugs for I was with Bugs for a while. We were in a relationship for two years, two or three years, and then all of a sudden, this nigga finally confessed. Um, you know, I'm not really a big fan of your, your uncircumcised dick. What? And I was in there, bro, and I was in there like, the whole time. <laughs> the whole time I was thinking that. Okay, this nigga likes it, you know. Finally, I wow. Because he didn't suck dick much. Mm. Never liked sucking dick much. Then he ad- finally admitted that that was that was the reason why he didn't like sucking dick much. So me, knowing me, bitch, you, bitch, I need my dick sucked. So bitch, if after after two or three years of hardly getting my dick sucked, bitch, I was ready. Shit. Like I am ready to get my dick sucked. So obviously, I got a surgery done. I went on Valentine's Day actually, so it's almost the anniversary. Oh. I'm I, I'm thinking about having a um a circumcision party. Wow. Wait. I got it done on Valentine's Day. Oh, so like an anniversary type, like this. Yeah. Is, wow. So this this would be this. I think this would be the second year. Wait, did you plan that to happen? How did that land? Hmm. On Valentine's Day, that's crazy. My, that's hard though. My doctor said that. <laughs> my doc, My doctor said that was the that was um. The available date that they had, and at the time, Corona was kicking in. Right. So I was like, "Bitch, if I'm gonna be in the house, I'm gonna be in the house." So, <laughs> so I got it done, and that shit was—I can honestly say—it was one of the easiest procedures I've ever had done, because I you stay awake for it. Really. So you stay awake for it. They they inject you in your penis and your balls probably wow. like Whoa. probably twenty five times. Wow. Yeah, literally like 25 times. What are they injecting? So, so it can numb it, like, so it can be numb. But 25, though? Like, they it can't just hit you with over, one shot? It was definitely about 20 or over 20, 20 times. But you felt I, the 25 injections? I felt every single oh. shot. But it was like a little quick, it was like a little quick prick, because it was like, it wasn't, the needle wasn't that thick, so. So it was like, I got injected like 20 times. It got numb. Okay, it got numb. And then, um, you just felt tugging, like you don't feel shit. The whole time they cutting and doing all that, you don't feel nothing. You just feel tugging, like somebody pulling on your skin like this. Damn. That's all it feels like, no pain. Yo, so when Yo. I, so when after after I moved, I'm like, okay, b- before I mean before the doctor moved, I'm like, is it pretty? That was my only question. Is it pretty or is not? Is it pretty? Is it pretty or not? And there was a female nurse, and she was like, it was it was really pretty. I'm like, wow. Okay. She gave you that. the sound of approval. That's crazy. She, she gave me my approval. I was good, baby. Okay. So I stood up. My whole dick was wrapped up. Ah. Went home. They were like, 48 hours. After 48 hours, it's just you have to take out the take out the the, the band aid. Yeah. Took it off after two days was bleeding out wow see first of all i was pissing i was you had to stay in your own pee for two days because you're in the band-aid so if you want to pee like you're peeing in the whole thing so it's it's just, it's just soaked for two days you're just gonna be sitting in your pee just and just standing over the Wait. toilet and hoping that most of it can you come gotta out. pee through the bandages gotta pee through the bandages and stay in the wet ass bandage for two days oh my god bro this when is... i when i finally put that bandage <laughs> off I, I remember it was a Sunday. I finally took that bandage off, and I was standing in the bathroom. It was just blood, just run, just 
oh running out of my dick. Oh my and I, was, God. I literally <laughs> had to scream for bugs to come in there because I was passing out. Because I'd never seen my dick bleed before. So, like, I was falling. Like, I was falling. About to oh fall. Oh, my God. And I had to hold it, pull shit over it so the, the, the bleeding could stop. And basically, you just have to sleep like this. Oh, for like, my. Okay, okay. For a couple months. You Give me the time. Like a couple months? Probably like, two, probably like a month or two. You got to sleep like this. You see this shit? Baby, that shit was hot. Listen, that was one of yo, the most hot. If I wasn't circumcised, it's you know what though. I'd be? I'd be like, <sighs> it's pretty though. My, my shit, friend, not pretty. doing it. If you ain't, if you I'm ain't trying to suck on the circ- uncircumcised dick, then I'm sure it is. It better be because you know that's a lot to go through. You know, I would, I would as an adult, ask, I wouldn't ask somebody to go. As an adult shit. human being, bitch, I would be like, if you don't, I would be like, if you really, really need. Listen, this, you better appreciate this shit. Yo, if you really need this, do it. But like. If you don't like bitches, all right. So you weren't you weren't recommended. You wouldn't I wouldn't like, recommend it to somebody who can't handle it or somebody who don't need it. If you if you did just you doing did it you go fast, through any kind of preparation? Like, is there coaching? Is there no, consultation? It was no coaching. Is it, it was like, like you show up, you get your skin cut off, and that's that. it. So you're about to get your foreskin cut oh. off. Um, we want to prepare you for that. We just yeah. gonna numb you. Twenty-five tiny little needles. Wow! And let you not see it. There's okay. a whole fucking curtain over half of your body, yo. Oh, it was one of those type of points. That's if. <laughs> I mean, if you if, if if the doctor had sucked it, I wouldn't feel it though. <laughs> yeah. See. See. All right. Well, the 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 conclusion is it's pretty mm-hmm. now. It's so I'm saying now. he went through it because beauty is way recommended if you were a slight of heart, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, faint of heart. The stitches definitely popped the day after. Oh yeah, they the the mountain the butterflies. You wake joints. up hard, like my nigga. You wake up hard. Uh, so like the stitches was popping, popping, That's too much. It was. Like, you know what? We we did ask for it. We did. I didn't it's know what lot. I was asking for. I'm here for all of it. Every last one. I know I never heard that explained. Quite no, me neither. Descriptive. Me neither. So, so my friend, you know, I'm about to tell my friend what it is. So thank you for yeah. all of it. Well, they gonna know. Hopefully, we gonna make we gonna make this gonna be a clip. This is gonna be a specific highlight clip. It's gonna be like one of those little thirty second. Clips, where it's like if you people just gonna be like, if you get a circumcised, don't be alone, cause bitch, if you allow, you gonna pass out on yourself. Well, multiple uh, times. All right. Well, hopefully, right. hopefully, listen. Hopefully, <laughs> if it was, it was worth it, it and was definitely worth it, baby. There we, sure it there we go. There we go. There we go. Look how refined. All right, so looking. so we not we gonna we not gonna keep you too much longer. We know you a busy man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You out here running around, mm-hmm. you shooting this, you running that. You orchestrating this. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Foreskin cut yeah. off. It's a lot going on. Yes. So what we got for? Uh, all right. So I'm going to, you know, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up like this. Unfortunately, I wanted to ask because you get, you went through a little bit of a, tra- a tragedy. You mm-hmm. had a little bit of a house fire. Okay. Well, not a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not like you had a lot of um, community community support. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How did that feel? You know, for you and and Bugs going through all of that, how did y'all work through all of that, and how good did it feel to get that kind of support? It felt good, honestly. It felt good because, cause um, that the apartment, cause you you already know we had two apartments, so so the the apartment that burned down, that was like all of our studio equipment mm. and lighting equipment and everything that we really literally invested our money in, like wow. there, and. The the whole apartment itself didn't burn down, but it was it was a smoke damage and the water damage and the 
the firefighters coming into the apartment. They remember they Having can't a, see nothing. Yeah. So they were when I tell you they were not reckless. The lights, shit over. reckless. Yo, the lights was just yeah. Them the whole shit yeah. was fucked up. So at the end of it, we like I I literally cried because I was like. <laughs> but nigga, we just spent thousands of dollars on these fucking lights and the studio equipment. Like, oh, man. what's happening? Oh, my God. But we got we got a lot of help from the community. We got a lot of help from the Citizen app. The Citizen app actually came. They did a whole interview with me. Word. Yeah, they viewed the apartment and they they recorded it. Wow. It was they have a live broadcast every day, something like a news channel too. And um, also the, the the employees and the people that go goes to nowadays, mm-hmm. the club nowadays, mm-hmm. they did the most. Like they wow. they, they put that in. is what's up. So I want to say That's thank you. Shout nowadays. out to nowadays. Shout out Word. to them. yeah. Thank you nowadays and thank you to Citizen App because they really went in. Oh my God. They really Shout really went in. Look and at the yeah, city coming together. Girl. And all in these women that we got fucked up, we were able to order back. And so it was like, it, it was the perfect thing. We were able to order it. But so now we're just, they're re- still renovating the apartment. Um, we clean, we're, I'm still, I'm using the apartment as a photo studio again, but we still, like, it's still some cleaning to do because yeah, yeah. the wall's black. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, wow, the, the a whole fire. But yeah. y'all still have the place and that's And good. at least you yeah. were able to bounce back and that wasn't your primary, you know, form of residence. Right. Yeah. And nobody yeah. was yeah. hurt. So and the crazy like, thing is that Bugs was supposed to be there that night. Ay, ay, ay. Because we, we went to our friend's house for dinner and we were like tired of shit. And it was like, Bugs was like, should I still go there? And I'm like, no. I'm like, no, let's let's go home and not go there because Bugs is going to go there to do something the next morning. And he didn't. And then my friend from the Bronx called me. He was like, his friend called him from Brooklyn. It was like, my apartment is on fire. And I'm like, huh? So I went on the Citizen app and I saw the video that my apartment was on fire. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That is amazing. Wow, wow. What 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 a story, what a journey. What a man, what a person, what a human being. Incredible. Yeah. Um you've been doing a lot over these past been. few years. It's been, you know, a hell of a journey since you've landed in New York City. Mm-hmm. What's next for Chad Bailey? Whatever is to come, to be honest. Um my year has already started out great, even though it started it started out good and bad, but it's like, I don't look at the bad as bad because I'm just like, so I had this, I had actually had this great opportunity. So I was supposed to do a music video for Khalees, right? Mm. Wait, Milkshake Khalees? Yeah, Milkshake Khalees. Whoa. See? So I had, I had got the opportunity and um, sent her the treatment and everything. They were in love with it. <sighs> they, her team and everybody was in love with it. But... I think it was a reason that she didn't chose me because, well, I think she didn't choose me because I've never done like a big mainstream music video before. Mm -hmm. So being that she's coming back out, I know she probably wanted to use somebody who was more experienced. Mm, But bitch, what I was about to do with this lady would have been everything. So the fact that my year started out like that with an opportunity like that. Somebody looking hey, for you like that, hey, her caliber. And she dropped music in a minute, so this is her comeback, yeah. first of all. And she saw my treatment. That's the big and part. And she said That's that she was part. in love with it. That part. That right there, I'm just like, I'm going to keep going. My thing is like, I'm very... I look at the VMAs as a big inspiration growing up. Mm. That's what I watch. I be Every time I do a music video, I be like... 
is the VMAs worthy? That's what. That's how I. Th I think when I'm doing a music video. I love it. So for me, I'm praying that one day my one of my music videos can end up on the VMAs, because I would probably piss myself the moment they call, they, they say my name or say whoever artist wins that shit. I would probably piss. Hey, you hear that? Directed. All up and coming artists, directors, producers. If it ain't VMA ready, if it ain't Grammy ready, Don't if it ain't it Oscar out. ready, all of that. It gotta be up. That's it. It's a certain caliber. That's what it you gotta, gotta shoot for. Because stuck. that's what everybody else shooting for. That's what the people out here doing it. This. That's at the top or that's rising to the top. That's what they shooting for. Mm. You have to like you gotta like you have to set a standard. Like for myself, like I, I'm not limiting myself anymore. Like even last year, what I was doing, all I was doing, I was like, I questioned myself a lot. I was like, can I really do this? Can I really pull this off? Mm. This year, I'm not doing that. <laughs> this year, I am not doing that. I'm having fun, and I'm just trying to make memories. Hey, well, cheers to that. Cheers and to that. Listen, I, I see you. We, I you done said all you have to say, man. That was that was a mouthful and a half. Yeah. I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed, you know, capturing it and creating it. Thank you again for coming out and sharing your time with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. The Herbal Tea Lounge, the first one of 2022. Hey, directed by Chad Bailey, winning <laughs> wow. win video of the year. Wow. Claim it. And we're going to end it like we always like to end it. What a puff. Then we pass, this is it, what? Fettuccine with the team, we gettin' lit, what? Got it